Hello, and welcome to Updates You Didn't Ask For, a weekly topical podcast by me, your host, Kristen Perman. Hello, friends. It is Tuesday, um, July 16th. It's about 2.30 in the afternoon. I am in my garage. I don't have a car right now, so I can't record from my car, um, but I hope to be able to do that next week. Um, the last recording that I will make from, no, that's a lie. I'll have two more after this because I leave on a Thursday. I don't leave on a Tuesday. Anyway, my car, um, is in the shop right now. I brought it in last Thursday. Um, we lease this car and it only has 6,000 miles on it. So the things that I took it in for should not be happening in my opinion, i.e., The tailgate on the station wagon just randomly opens on its own. Apparently, the sensor is so sensitive that um, sometimes a shadow can make it go, which makes sense as to why when I've come outside, the fucking tailgate's open on the back of my car. Not good. Um, The other thing that was happening was the um, in sport mode, because it's an automatic, it was revving, and it wasn't shifting into the next gear. And the fucking service dude was so condescending to me. He's like, you know, when your car is in sport mode, it is going to have to rev to shift. And I looked at him and I'm like, I'm old enough to where automatics were not regular standard cars. I learned on a manual. I know when the car has to shift motherfucker. Okay. I didn't add the motherfucker part, but at that point I was pissed. Um, because the third thing that happened to my car was that the turn indicator basically fell out of its socket. <clears throat> if you know, because of with high beams and stuff, you pull forward, you pull back, um, you go up and down. It has to have a rotating axis, um, a turn indicator. Most of them do. I don't know. I don't know if most of them do. This car it does. The thing fell out. So the service rep, um, you know, he, he was condescending, but whatever, I left my car on a Thursday morning, 8.30 on a Thursday morning, Friday night at 7 p.m. I get a text. He doesn't call me, doesn't give me the courtesy of a phone call. He texts me and says, we're going to fix the, you know, the revving and the tailgate problem. And by the way, um, uh, BMW has denied your claim. Um, You used excessive force and it's going to be $1,200 for a new turn indicator. And I text him back. I'm like, I did not use excessive force. I told you that it fell out. He goes, I'm just the middleman. The dealer's just the middleman. So I flipped out. The husband and I talked about it. um, And he's like, well, I'm leasing this car through work. So I'm going to go and pick it up and take it back to the, the place where we lease from. And I don't even know why I didn't go to that place. I just was being lazy. I thought the place that I took it in the valley fucking universal city north hollywood don't go to the mini dealer there don't go to the bmw there because you know what they're owned together and they're fucking ripoff artists so my husband picks up my car he takes it back the guy's like oh i'm just the middleman no you're a fucking asshole you big douche nozzle because he takes it to the dealership where we lease and the guy's like okay even if bmw won't help you out we will work with you so turns out BMW is going to pay for the parts. All we have to do is pay for the labor, which seems fair. And it's not any $1,200. It's $350.
So that motherfucker is a liar because the dealer is not the middleman and it was how he presented it. And the thing that makes me so mad about this, you guys, listen, if I used excessive force, I would tell you, but one, I'm not a big girl. I'm about five foot five and I'm petite. So even if I had fucking meat paws, I, what would I be doing? Like, would I be beating up my car? And then the other thing was the stem of the turn indicator was not broken. There was not a crack on it. It wasn't bent. It wasn't anything. The fucking turn indicator broke at the driving column. So in my mind, I'm like, what was I doing? Was I doing like a, what, what was I supposed to be doing? Was it some WWF fucking elbow smackdown? I mean, it was just so stupid, you guys. And that guy was a fucking asshole. And, um, you know, most car places in the United States will send you this stupid survey and it's all about the ratings and that's how they get paid. I don't even know, but they always want the five-star rating. Um, they didn't send us a survey, but I'm going to take it upon myself to make a, make a comment onto the BMW site because that, that's some bullshit. I mean, of course I'm going to wait until I get my car back so that there's no, um, changing their mind or anything, but um, I'm not going to get my car back till Friday. So thank you, asshole Jay Mendez, um, in North Hollywood universal. Oh, I shouldn't have said that. Should I? Oh, I don't even care because you know what? He's when you work for someone like if you're in service, that implies that you're, that you're there to help the customer, not gank them. So that happened. But, you know, it's Mercury retrograde. And sometimes Mercury retrograde doesn't even phase me. I think the reason it's phasing me, because I'm going to get a little woo here. So the eclipse is in Capricorn or the moon, the new moon. The, no, the full moon's in Capricorn. My moon is in Capricorn. And it just seems to make sense that that this would be a very intense eclipse season. Retrograde, all of it. So that happened with the car. Something else. Oh something else happened. Well, I mean, it's the worst time to sell a house and retrograde stops August 2nd. And that's the day that the mister flies back East. So there's something to that. And we, we have talked extensively about the fact that we think, well, I think the house is not going to sell until we move. And he pointed out the other night that, um, our furniture, our furniture doesn't listen, our furniture looks great in this house. I love the aesthetic. I love that it's modern. I love that it's clean. People apparently cannot walk into a home and visualize their own shit. That's the bottom line. That's why you stage. I I, I, I have no comprehension of not being able to walk into a house and think about what your shit's going to look like in there. Like that just makes no sense to me. I don't see how people are blindsided by what you have in your house. We don't even have a lot in our house. But it's a modern, it's a ranch house from the 50s with um, modern design features. So a modern looking house, modern furniture. You're going to walk in, you're not going to be able to see your big lush sectional sofa in a house where it's like all clean lines and, and you know, hardly any, anything. People have a lot of stuff. We don't have any stuff, especially, well, no, we have a ton of shit. If they walked into the garage, they would probably feel at home. But for the stupid staging, they've made us clean it out so that we barely have anything in there. And I don't think it helps. 
Um, we had an open house today, which, you guys, we had like four private showings last week, plus two two open houses. We, we've had one day where, in a week where someone hasn't come to this house, where we haven't had to have it ready, and we've still had not one offer. I don't get it. So we will, I think it will sell once we move. If they, w- once we move, they'll, we'll have to restage because all of our furniture will be out of it. But I talked to them today and said, you know, please make it more cozy because apparently it's too modern. That's what I think. That's my two cents for what it's worth. Um, it's a great story, huh? Aren't you so glad I shared that with you? Fuck. This might be, I always say this, but I I tend to top myself with the boring or the nonsensical or whatever it is. I mean, I know that it is updates you didn't ask for, but sometimes I really push that one to the limits, don't I? Um, I got my hair done on Saturday and my hair girl and I were attempting to make my hair look gray, like all gray. Although my hair is not, that's, that's a lie. What we are trying to do, so as I'm going, letting the gray go and I've stopped dyeing my hair, um, it turns out, one, that I have much darker hair than I remembered, like more of a pepper color than this brassy copper color that I pretended was brown but always looked red, actually. So that color was way too light and my real color is much more of a pepper color and this whole going gray thing, I'm going to be more salt and pepper than I am Snow White. So um, what we were trying to do was match the dark, the pepper part, so that all of my hair was at least that color, and then we highlighted, we basically stripped to blonde and then toned down so that it looked white, um, different part, heavy highlights. So I've got, and, and then we left some of that, that brassy color too, which we also toned. Um, so it looks pretty natural. Um, I don't really have the grow out. I mean, underneath is all gray still. I don't even understand. Like, so do I still count that March 7th was my last dye day because I dyed my hair. So am I back at square one? I don't think so. I guess it's, who the fuck cares? Continuing along with the the most random lame stories here. I'm tired, you guys. I'm fucking tired. And that's why I'm babbling at you. Um, so I had no car. I walked the streets of Hollywood. I'm not kidding. I walked Hollywood Boulevard. Um, I went and had some lunch. I dropped off some shit at UPS. And then, um, okay, so this is controversial or, or it isn't. I have no idea. Um, measles are back. And that's because there's a lot of people that don't vaccinate their children anymore. So measles, which was eradicated, is now back. Measles was a fucking plague. And they are back. They are in California. They are in Brooklyn. Um, So when I went to go get my blood checked for my cholesterol medication, I also went and had um, a titer reading just to see what, what was going on in my blood whether I was immune, whether, whether my inoculations a hundred years ago were still good. Um, turns out good for measles, no good for mumps, good for rubella, not good for measles, of course, 
but I wasn't completely like I did. It's, it wasn't that I didn't have any antibodies. I just didn't have enough to fight it. So I don't know what it's like in other countries, but in this country, in the United States, measles, mumps, rubella also comes. <clears throat> excuse me. It's one big injection, MMR. It's the one that nobody wants to give to people, especially to their children. Um, it's been linked to autism. It has not been proven that way. I, God, don't come at me, okay? I am just repeating what I have heard. I'm sure I'm fucking wrong. You can, like, please just don't come for me because, because I'm only talking about myself. And, you know, I went and got a fucking booster. I got a measles, mumps, rubella, MMR booster. That fucking shit hurt. No wonder your kid cries when they get inoculated. Like a flu shot, whatever. A goddamn vaccination is a subcutaneous skin pop. So it's right there under the fat layer where all your nerve endings are. It burns, it stings, and it's on the back of your arm. And as a 54-year-old woman, you don't want anything coming at the back of your arms, okay? We call it bingo arms. They've been called mud, mud flaps. You know, it's that, that loose skin that, 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 um, that hangs a little bit uncomfortably for anybody who's vain. Anyways, I went and got that booster shot. Now I have a headache. And of course, I think that, you know, it's because of that. But I just don't want to, um, I don't want to set myself up. I, you know, am I just buying into what the government's telling me? I mean, yeah, right? Because they're telling me I need to get that booster. And I went and got it. They're also saying, well, not they. My doctor was telling me that I should get two rounds of it. Um, I didn't go to the doctor to get the booster because I was not going to pay a copay to get a shot that I can get at CVS. Thank God you can get um, shots from the drugstore nowadays. So, um and my insurance doesn't cover any of it anyway, so I would have paid the the vaccination price plus the copay for the um, doctor visit. Um, the doctor wants me to do two rounds of it, which you know what? At the end of the day, that would have been like five hundred dollars for them because each fucking vaccination. Yeah, yeah, no, not five hundred. Yeah, five hundred because no, whatever. Who cares? I. Listen, I'm really sorry that I am boring you with these fucking details. Um, maybe I should just stop right now and make it a real shorty short because I don't really have anything exciting to tell you. I'm going out to dinner tonight. That's exciting because the excitement there is that I don't have to cook or worry about it or think about it. Somebody else will be doing the dishes. That's, that's always lovely. That is always lovely. And I'm going out with my husband, so that's nice. Um, we don't go out on dates that much these days. Certainly not in the past few months because of um, moving and I don't know. We're both not drinking right now, so we just haven't been going out. I, which is so stupid. It's not the only reason or thing to do. But um, it seems like whenever we decide that we're not going to be drinking, we tend to stay home more. Um but we have plans with friends and that's kind of what's going on right now around here is that we're, we're seeing as many people as we can. And that gives us a nice relief from all of the packing. Um, the neighbor 
I'm not going to go into that situation. The neighborhood is good. And that's where I'm going to leave that. And if you want to know more about that, fucking follow me on social media because this is a, a, I understand that even though there might not be that many people listening, there's always a possibility that anybody can listen and therefore I need to be careful and conscious and cognizant of whose story I am telling. And even if I'm telling my part of a story that involves other people, I need to be very cognizant of that and be very cognizant of the fact that once it's out there, it's out there. And do I want that out there? And if you know me in real life, you know that I like to joke that I'm very much like George Costanza from Seinfeld. I do not like world collision. I go to great lengths to make sure that there's no world collision. And that doesn't mean that I keep everybody separate, but I understand, I understand world collision. So, um, that's why I'm not going to go tell that story, but I am going to stop right now because this isn't fair. I hope you'll still listen. I promise I'll come back with something more interesting next week and the, 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 the coming weeks, the next few weeks should be interesting because I'll be on the road and traveling and there's something different to tell you about. Um, I'm sorry I took you down the path of purgatory. Maybe that's I know what I'm going to call this episode. The road to hell is is paved with good intentions. I mean, I sat down here with good intentions and I led you on a path to hell. I appreciate you. I thank you for listening, for always taking the time to come here and spend 18 minutes listening to an update you didn't ask for. I hope you have a great week. Goodbye.